0: Welcome to the craft beer cast i'm josh that's beer opening jeff what I don't, do, don't
1: do, do, you zip, it. zip it zip it zip it anyways zip it mr wells how are you uh, I'm, that's we're reading the can art wells <laughs> see i'm cool like josh oh see how dumb that sounds it sounds stupid quit trying to do stuff uh, dude it, you could hear the beers opening <gasps> what our winner. Do, do people know we drink on air? Are it's we in show trouble?
2: two. Can can I'm doing great. Can you slap him? I would, but closer. he's bigger than I am.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, that was a little too much. All right, you need to put so, your whole arm into it.
0: We haven't done anything because it's you know show two. Uh, I sadly have not done anything, even though I've been on vacation for a week already.
1: Now we're enough about your 2023 though.
0: Yeah. I'm so bad about getting out of this house It's it's pathetic, actually yeah. It really is, but it's, uh, that's okay
1: You know, and I try to fix that And then you're all like, no, I'm gonna Hey, I'm gonna get dilated <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man Whatever you're into, I'm not here to judge Alright Look, I got these tiny little eyes You can barely
0: see, can you imagine them Dilating my eyes and how much it Fucking hurts
1: oh, his eyes. He was talking about his eyes I yeah. What he was
0: talking about is, hey, welcome to show too, everybody. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sounding or anything. That's not happening.
1: Kill me now. Yeah,
0: look up sounding in case you haven't. Kill it. me, no, or
1: don't. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> oh, just look don't. it up. Look it up. Anyways. Nope.
2: nope. I just know that don't do that with a piece of wax.
1: You know, again. Can we talk about anything, please? Hey! We can. How about um, a brewery, we can, but it's not a brewery
2: closure? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. we're well, uh, thing, of course. So, Wells, you and I have been to this brewery a few times. I yeah. personally was excited about them opening. Yeah. I think you were too. Uh, hugely. And um, it sounds like Weathered Souls
2: isn't long for Charlotte any longer. That is correct. Um, what
0: what's happened?
2: I, I don't think business is as they expected it to be. They started off with pretty lofty ambitions of, we're going to be like a brewery and we're going to have this awesome kitchen. We're going to do cocktails and everything, and uh, they just haven't seen the foot traffic. Haven't the neighborhood hasn't been like quite built up around there? Uh, they've got uh, like eight parking spots, maybe which oh, yeah, in, yeah, in on a, a good day, that, like. It's just, that's a bad deal. It for, is. You know,
1: and like as someone who was, who would have been interested in going there, my outsider's view of Weathered Souls was it's this brewery that has a lot of hype from Texas and has a big following in the hype beer world because they would do a lot of adjuncted stouts. Yes. I, like that's a tough sell to everyone. Yep. It has a market, mm-hmm. but I don't know like... I'm sure they make other beer. They do.
2: I just. They do. It's just from a. And I would stop in. I mean, I guess we're just reading their obituary before it's been written. Yeah. Maybe. Um, because the kitchen has been closed and they are whittling down like their last remaining days. Uh, I mean, because they're currently up for sale. So if. if anybody has a spare. I think this article quoted. 850,000, dollars but I think they're at 800 by now.
1: 850,000 no low balls, I know what I got. And I'm like, I'll tell you what you got. You've got a you you were a hype brewery that expanded into a market that didn't appreciate what you were bringing to the table. Correct. Because like I feel like over the 10 years that we've done this show, mm-hmm. one of the things that we've always kind of come back to is that there aren't enough breweries in town making good stouts. Yes. There are the occasional good stouts. Resident Culture comes to mind. Heist comes to mind. We're getting more of those. But this isn't really a hugely stout town. Nope. And if you're coming in, and I know Weathered Souls, like, again, they're making these super adjuncted stouts at a super premium. I don't know that that sells well.
0: Well, and, and, and so, you know, just going back to Adventures with Mr. Wells, when we would go out, Especially when they first opened, it felt like a ghost town when we went the first time. Yeah, like hardly anybody in there. Um, nothing was really even open, like kitchen wise or cocktail wise yet. And I don't think I've been back since, to be honest with you. And you know, Wells and I go out not constantly, but you know, every quarter. I think we we tried to up. we tried to go hit the town. And never once did
2: either of us say, We should go back to Weather Souls. Which is not a good sign. Uh, it's it's a lot because of some behind the scenes stuff that I've kind of kept my ear to the ground on that they got shut down back in February for shipping beer in from Texas and bypassing North Carolina's three-tier system. Yep. So you're getting like a pallet of kegs or you know, cases of beer and cans, bottles, whatever. Um, you're supposed to go through a distributor. It's kind of that way in just about every single state. It's definitely that way in Texas, they have to go through a distributor. So, but if you cross state lines, like if your business model is the only way you can stay open is if you just kind of like get stuff, like drop shipped straight to your door and not take like, take that hit of a distributor's markup. Like I understand that sucks. Nobody wants to just give up 15, 20% to a distributor, but them's the, them's the, law, them's the rules. dims the law. <laughs> and I, I don't know, like I kind of soured on them after I went there in February. The, the next time I went there, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to like, we've got another shipment of beer like coming in. Like, I, like, I just don't want to give you my money anymore because I'd work for a hard ass rule following brewery that beat this type of stuff into me. So, from a fairness standpoint, I don't fuck around with like people just breaking the law like this.
0: Did they ever actually get up and running on brewing there? They've never brewed there. Okay, this is a this
2: is a brand new system, which Jeff, is Jeff.
0: I, I know you you have not been. Uh, when you walk in, you can see the brewing system. I mean, it's just right there in front of you. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, when are they going to start brewing here? And apparently, it was
2: never. Apparently, so. never. Because I went there when they were doing, like, a a test brew or a water run day or a something. Like, I was there. I wanted to be there for that day, and I could tell things were going wrong. And I'm like, okay, cool. I, I don't have all day to sit around here. Like, maybe I'll just, you know, follow you on social media and, like, keep an ear to the ground and find out, like, when you're starting to brew stuff. Never. Never, ever, ever. Why would you have such a gorgeous system that you never use yeah so
1: maybe somewhere along the lines there was a misunderstanding specifically about north carolina beer law because talking last show about you've got this place you've got this facility but maybe you don't brew there until you need the capacity maybe the thought was like they've kind of tapped out some of their texas market they'll start shipping beer up here and maybe that'll help out and then they'll catch fire. They'll be the new hot thing. I mean, like this article, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to be very careful about how I frame this as best I can. But the, the article and then the other article that we've linked, it talks a lot about the importance of this being a black owned brewery. I have no issue with that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's guaranteed to succeed. Unfortunately, Charlotte is the kind of market where it's like, I, you know, they don't really care who owns what. And a lot of people aren't even plugged in. They're not in the know. They don't know any better that Weathered Souls has already been shut down for, we'll call it
0: illegally, shipping beer in. Yeah. I mean, there is no calling. That's what it was.
1: And and so, you know, people go there and they say, oh, well, you're not making beer here and you don't have any other beer for me to Buy, maybe there's a couple of things like this is really super weird. I'm just, I'm, I'm it's not worth it. Also, yeah. I couldn't find parking, you know, which honestly, like, that's probably my biggest fear for Monday night is their parking sucks worse somehow.
2: There's a paid lot right across the street,
1: sure, because that's what I want to do is pay
2: fair, but you, you can get that done. Um, it, yeah. like,
0: it. it I will say this, it sucks, okay? It really sucks because I was super excited for these guys and heard a lot about them, went there, was very underwhelmed, and then, of course, you know, Wells and I are talking and he's telling me all this stuff behind the scenes that's going on and I'm just, I'm shaking my head going, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, did you not, did you not think about this?
2: they had so much potential they did and it's, and, squandered. And it's wasted potential yeah. like some of the absolute best uh barrel-aged coffee stouts that i've ever had um i mean they're their jamaican coffee stout the, the blue mountain coffee stout was like almost too much coffee but at the same time it's it's a five ounce pour for 10 bucks yeah, so I'm only yeah. doing that like once in a blue moon because I'm like well,
1: you can get a case of blue moon for that. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, I mean like, al- but, 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 but honestly,
2: but, that's that's a great take. But but also,
1: like I, you know, I love Resident Culture, but I struggle with their pricing. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're not that good, but then. It's what the market will sustain, and the market obviously is sustaining them. Yep. yep. Not everybody gets to come into Charlotte, especially as a, for a lot of people, relatively unknown brewery, and immediately start charging those kind of prices. I don't care how good you think your beer is. You've got to ramp up to that, son.
2: It's mm-hmm.
1: so what I like about Monday night. They Their pricing is what I would consider fair because a lot of their beer is grocery store beer. And yep. then they have a couple nicer ones that yep. maybe they'll charge a little more for, and that's fine. Yeah. But it's not I'm not going in and getting a an eight ounce pour for twelve dollars. Yeah. It just, that, that makes me yep. angry. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and well said it best. It's wasted potential. <clears throat> Excuse me. Unfortunately, it's wasted potential of what was one of these places that I was super amped for. Mm-hmm. And
1: Oh wait, we had them at QCBF and I was excited. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And they're had a couple of their beers. And I think this is actually like, it's super fun. But again, like to me, it's, it's, it's just not understanding the marketplace. And as much as Charlotte probably is in a lot of news articles will say about being a beer destination, they don't really support the fringe hardcore stuff. There's a reason Sycamore in Legion is as successful as it is. Yeah. Because it has inoffensive, for the most part,
0: beer that... It, it, it's the Applebee's of beer. Yeah.
2: 100%. It's not to say it's good. It's just fine, but palatable yeah. for yeah. the mass market. Yeah, yeah, you
1: want your bourbon onion steak, man? It's You know, like, they've got it.
2: Yep. You want your chicken tendies?
1: They
0: got you. Tendies and riblets, baby. Yep. <sighs> Such a bummer. Such a bummer.
2: And, and the final nail in the coffin hasn't been nailed yet, but it is for sale, and I mean, honestly, I, I know, like, Jeff's looking at like what what's today's date? Because I I think they're going to be done by the end of the year, and obviously we're recording this before the end of the year, so we'll see how this take ages, but I don't... yeah, I, like, sure. They're not
0: long for this world. Like
1: but. all breweries that come into town, I wish them all the best of success, but I feel like there are too many places where I, I know in one of these articles it talked about part of part of the like anchor pulling them down is this huge lease they have. Yep. I mean they're in an area that probably will grow up and be something in like four more years. But not if they can't four make, probably yeah, two
2: yeah two at best if they
1: can make it though
2: and that's the problem and they can't they're they're searching for outside investment right now and I'm like but you're not profitable. You know, you're searching for, like, another... You're searching for time. They they need a golden parachute. Basically, and... uh, I
0: don't think they're going to get it.
2: But it makes me wonder, like, how... Because both of them are for sale. It's not just the one. You can buy both Weathered Souls locations for $1.8 million. Yes, that article you closed down. Yeah, the San Antonio one. It's for sale, too. Wow. Yep okay so it makes me wonder if because we talked about on the last show if this was kind of a hail mary second location like maybe they were squeezing that stone in texas dry and they needed like an additional outlet for uh some of their stouts and stuff but and we've talked about them like on the show doing black is beautiful like that was yeah a great you know everything but
1: god So this kind of thing makes me nervous because we're already seeing, you know, like, so, so we're talking about like, you know, D9 overextended. We're talking about is Asklown overextending. Um, You've got Weathered Souls that, you know, has probably overextended. And then what about Hippin' Hops from Atlanta that's making, you know, opening another quote unquote brewery here in town? Like... Yeah, I, where, I, I will be there like, by like the end of the I would love to know who the business consultant is that's going in and selling these these brewery owners on like, oh, are you having a hard time staying open? Come to Charlotte
2: where we support everybody because we don't. It's probably a real estate agent that's pitching people because they get the commission and they're not on the hook for the, the what happens after that.
0: Yeah. I'm in the wrong business.
2: I am too. That's because. what
0: I need
1: to be doing. Yes. An industry and a job where you have to go outside of your house and deal with people. Pass right up
2: your alley, Josh. <laughs> Pass. All right, well what's going on with Goose Island? Uh the uh, original uh, Clyburn location at Goose Island has closed. I mean, we knew this was coming. They're relocating um you know, productions mostly at A B locations. They've got another uh location already in mind at the salt shed which I really need to make it to Chicago. That's kind of like a, a spring summer kind of uh, destination for me. I was hoping to make it to Chicago before this Clyburn location closed. Uh, Cause we had talked about this impending closer closure on the show. And I just couldn't make a Chicago trip between then. Um, say what you will about goose Island. And a lot's been written in the uh, barrel aged Stout and selling out uh, book. But I, I've never had a problem with Goose Island. I just didn't believe in giving a b, you know, shit of my money. Yeah. Which I guess I I did a couple weeks ago. Uh, so obviously I'm softening up a little bit, which is I don't know. I there's something I've heard about, about you, but there's something about a place that like gave birth to like the. The modern barrel age stout. Yeah, BCBS. I, mean. I know, and I just wanted to go there just one time. And no, th- I totally get it. And yeah. let me like have like a Bourbon County Stout like on draft, and be like, this is where the magic happened. And then I'll go like a couple blocks away to Revolution and have something that just absolutely ruins me on stouts. Right. So, it would have been nice to have that one two punch. And I do feel like a little bit of beer culture is lost. But oh no, same- it is. It but is. at the same time, like, I don't know. I never got a chance to make it over there. I'm a little bummed, but my world will keep on spinning.
0: I mean, that was one of those, like to me too, like, you know, Jeff and I have talked for years at this point about doing dark Lord day. And really it wasn't dark Lord day as much as it was. We're going to Chicago. We're going to hit rev. Yep. I too would have loved to have gone to GI just to, just to say that I've been there and it sucks that it's gone, but I mean, At the end of the yes day, does it no. really?
1: I mean, look, you can't possibly go to every brewery that ever made anything important ever. Like, you didn't go to Anchor.
2: I've True. never been to San Francisco.
1: I mean, regardless, you didn't go to Anchor. You know, nope. like so. So True. don't like so many of the pathways that Anchor made. You can say you went to Sierra Nevada here in state, but have you been to the one in Chico? Nope. Okay. Not that that one's in danger of closing. But, I mean, like, my right. point being, you know, no, like, no, like no, there's, totally. there's a lot of these fundamental breweries that you haven't been to. And that's okay. Get to the ones you can. Enjoy the ones you get to. Yeah, because I
0: haven't been to the Alchemist. And I haven't been to a bunch of these places. So, yeah. All right, Well, We have talked, I feel like, to death, New Jersey and their stupid fucking beer laws. New
1: Jersey,
2: dumb.
0: But what's happening now?
2: This is the dumbest thing. Like... This is our last recording of this year. Obviously, this will...
1: This will be... Yeah, this this will post next year.
2: That's fine. Uh, so, here I am on record. This is the dumbest story that I've read in 2023. Um, New Jersey's governor uh, had a bill that landed on his desk that would undo a lot of restrictions to breweries in that state. We talked about these restrictions ad nauseum. Basically breweries in New Jersey were limited to how many special events that they could host in their tap room but special events uh, according to that law meant like oh you want a football game on TV that's a special event you want to have a food truck outside that's That's a a special special event event. And they were limited to 10 of these per year like live music special event most breweries in, in at least where we are would blow through their ten allotment in, in a week. In, well, I mean, there's only seven days in a week or whatever, but like a week or Eight two. days a week. Well, uh, no, no, think arguing. about it. So,
0: let's say it's a Sunday. You've you, got a... Do you, you get got double
2: the... counted by that? Like, if you have live music and the football game on TV, does that count as one or does that count as two?
0: Right. So, I was going to say, if it does... Let's say it's a Sunday's Panther, uh, you know, Panthers game. So you've got Panthers on the TV. You've got a food truck coming in for everybody, and then oh hey, the Panthers game's over. We're
2: gonna have a
1: band. Yeah, that,
2: in one day, that's three events. Could just be yeah. Gone. And what
1: if you were already two away from your limit?
2: Yeah. So, uh, finally, some folks in the legislature put together a bill. It's like you know what? We've really kind of fucked the craft beer industry in the state of New Jersey. And we're going to do away with all these limits. And that bill landed on the governor's desk. And he's like, you know what, this is great. And and I really appreciate and agree with every single thing in this bill, but you know what, I want a more comprehensive, uh, alcohol strategy. And there's a lot of other things that I want to do. So I'm going to just not sign this. And it's like a conditional veto. So in 2024, all these breweries are going to go back to the old laws that were put on hold, like while this bill kind of made its way to the governor. And it like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why are you going to? This isn't. This is beyond kneecapping uh, breweries in the state of New Jersey. I mean, this is like just hobbling. I mean, again, I
0: I made this point. Excuse me, when we talked about this the first time. This is a state where you can't pump your own gas. So, they're going to nanny law shit to the oomph degree. This is beyond a nanny law of you should not, Mr. Wells, as a brewery owner, you should not be having people come into your tap room. is basically what this is saying.
2: Exactly. Like, oh, you can be a beer producer, but you can't have visitors. Yep. And it's it's pitted... Because breweries have a different alcohol permit than bars do. And there is a ridiculous market. Like, there's only so many bar licenses that can be offered in the state of New Jersey. So, fierce competition there. But suddenly, like, a bunch of alcohol producers can come in and open tap rooms and stuff. So, those tavern owners, like, fought back and fought like hell and won. But, so cool, New Jersey just became like one of the worst states for craft beer, because who's going to be able to stay open?
0: Yeah, exactly. Or at least, um, you you could still produce beer, but you're not having visitors. No. So, good luck out in the market.
2: I I mean, I have no real interest in going to Jersey. I've never been to Jersey. I don't really care.
0: You don't want to go meet the Jersey City Devil?
2: I mean, that would be cool. Okay. But... Only if I can kick him in the dick like it wasn't a... No, whatever. No, just uh, what we do in the shadows. Yes. Yes, I was. All right, so uh, what's going on with AB? Well, nothing yet. However, um, the Teamsters Union has authorized or taken a vote on authorizing a strike of uh, AB employees in 2024. So we've got like a month... I think to figure out what's going to go on. Like, will they still be able to brew beer?
1: Yeah. Maybe can't get a break. I mean, uh, although they did get kid rock back. So, I mean, they've got <laughs> that going for them. Y'all you saw that, right?
0: My name is. Yeah.
1: He was like, uh, yeah, I, I feel like they've been punished enough. Like what are they forced to listen to all of your discography? <laughs> I mean, like, like. Don't get me wrong. There's a couple Kid Rock songs that, like, you know, have like a, you know, my my dirty, you know, like. You mean like one? Probably at least for me, it's one. I mean, I could probably like, like at gunpoint, I could probably maybe do two to three, but like, yeah, it's, it's just like Nickelback. Like, I enjoy some of it, but not enough that I would ever spend time.
0: You don't celebrate his entire disagreement.
1: Correct. <laughs> it's not Michael Bolton. Yeah. So,
2: so this is who's to say. This isn't a b AB is going on strike type thing. This is an authorization to strike um, vote that got 99% authorization. Holy wow. shit. So basically if...
1: So you're saying there's a chance.
2: <laughs> so, okay. I, I apologize. I misspoke. It wasn't the end of January. It's the end of February. Okay. So we now have until February 29th. So because you know, leap year roughly. and everything. Yeah. Basically to raise wages Protect jobs, secure benefits, everything um, I, I get it AB had a dismal 2023 They really did but, but they're about to have a dismal 2024 If they can't get the shit alone At
0: the same time I mean, good on them Right? Like This is a fucking conglomerate that has bought so many craft breweries in the last 10 years.
1: Their hubris is catching up.
0: Yes, and fuck them. Like, I I am over ecstatic that potentially things could go on strike. I don't know that it's going to mean anything at the end of the day. Because, uh, Mr. Wells, a bigger question, I guess. Yep. How prevalent are union brewers in AB? And you may not know, but how prevalent are union versus non-union workers at AB? Like, is their entire brewing staff?
2: Uh, union?
0: Because if it's not, then they're just going to have scabs and nothing's going to happen.
2: So this vote involved 5,000 Teamsters uh, at 12 Anheuser-Busch Breweries. Okay. Uh, it's going to be. I'm not saying that they can't get it done through scabs and everything, but geez, it's going to cost a lot more. It's going to be a public, it's going to be a PR nightmare.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. It will. Absolutely. Well, we saw that in Detroit with uh, all the car manufacturers, too. Like it just, it was like, it was very difficult and quickly settled.
2: Yeah. I quickly, no. It took like several painful weeks and multiple plants being shut down. Then we saw that... uh, I mean, this really... 2023 was one hell of a year for labor because, like, the Screen Actors Guild and the Writers Guild's both shut down. So, you know, good luck getting any sort of new TV shows for the next year. Like, while that kind of backlog gets up and running again. Um, True, true, true,
0: true. Yeah, that's why nothing... Everything is game shows and mass singers and all that shit. I,
1: I will say the Squid Game... Reality show. It was it was good. Ain't nobody
0: dying, so fuck that. Correct. Yeah, not but interested.
1: Like, but like, if you're okay, so nobody dies, right? But if you're interested in like the social kind of infighting and everything, like it is an interesting show. Okay.
0: Ain't nobody dying, so I want death, Jeffrey. Okay, my
1: bad, Pam. I want death,
2: blood uh, and guts.
0: Again, um, I I I. I know the the sicko in me hopes this happens. I really do. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like it's going to affect AB.
1: So so here's what I... I, So one potential positive that may come out of this is that AB is going to start bleeding cash. Yes. Because they're not going to be able to produce more. Although, honestly, there's probably enough back stock that nobody would ever notice. You know, it's not like anybody's date checking Bud Light. Or their Mick Ultra, for that matter. But maybe what this does is it causes them to look at their balance sheet and start shedding more of their craft brewery acquisitions. So, like we saw with Funky Buddha, like we saw with Appalachian Mountain Brewery, maybe there's an opportunity for some of the previously ousted to reclaim their name. It's possible. You're right. Ten Barrel buys itself back. You know, Golden Road, whatever. You know, some maybe some of the good ones. Decide, like, hey, you know, like, maybe we could still do this.
0: And man, imagine if Wicked Weed could get out of that umbrella.
1: It's not out of the realm of possibility. Twenty twenty four will be interesting for sure.
0: Yeah, it will. All right, Wells, anchor.
2: I feel like we really needed a a squishy kind of story, and I'm glad that this uh, is landing. Uh, This isn't just about Anchor. It's about homage beers and how the craft beer industry is pretty quick to... I don't know. You you see like a fallen soldier on the field like an Anchor Christmas or uh, New Belgium's Fat Tire. And it's like, you know what? There's suddenly like a gap in the marketplace and and we're going to like build... I mean, you know, try to fill the void.
1: You're saying... Wells that the industry is really good about seeing a place to provide an homage I would also play devil's avocado here and say these are also people who will very lightly steal IP and put out their own thing
2: to try to make a quick buck. Correct. Both can be correct. Both industry-wide both are correct. I don't see the same folks doing ip theft that are doing an homage like this oh yeah i wonder which one that is so there are a couple i think cloudburst is is the one that we we're looking at on screen right of distinctive holiday ale uh which absolutely 100 percent lifts the art
1: from anchor's christmas ale there is no doubt about when i saw this at first i'm like is that even there oh there i see the other can over there that has their logo on oh i see cloudburst on there now like this looks like anchor put their christmas ale in cans yep a little bit also i don't like cloudburst bad experience fair they're they're, they're my new three floyds how about that not quite that bad it wasn't quite that bad but it was just like yeah
0: okay fair enough
2: but like uh if you would scroll down a little bit, there was, like, after New Belgium uh, got out, stopped doing Fat Tire, um, do, 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 do. it'd be you a lot better. mean the Voodoo
1: Ranger company?
2: Correct. Oh, damn it.
1: This is great. Josh is scrolling. He has no idea what Wells is looking there for. There we are. No, that's Wells exactly. keeps pointing Crooked up and down. Crooked Stave.
2: Uh, Cricket Save said they were considering making a hoppy amber lager, but suddenly Fat Tire is no longer going to be a hoppy amber, amber lager. Did you I, know what? Did I miss that? Are they not making Fat Tire anymore? No, they, they... reformed it. They are, um. but it's going to be like a golden ale now. Yeah, it is a golden Wait, ale.
1: Wait, what?
2: Yeah, this was months ago. Yeah, We've okay. talked about it several times um, on the show.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I,
2: I, I want to punish you all with it because it sucks. Yep. So um they were toying with the idea of this suddenly like New Belgium's Fat Tire is no longer going to be an amber they're like you know what we're going to call this like we're going to make a beer called Retired which I think is kind of clever kind of funny and as I mean, an, but as an homage to uh Fat Tire um uh, apparently they talked with new belgium about this beforehand and received their blessing and okay I'm yeah back in
1: i'm back in if, if like if you're talking to them and it's actually yeah. an homage it is kind of like the Voltron beer right if you're talking to the people that own the original thing and they were okay with it cool yep that is like the very slight small percentage yeah that's like 5% up. of exactly uh, of what happens here
2: so other places like, you know, Anchor is no longer doing their steam beer, but they still hold the steam copyright. So anything that, any homage has to be called a common ale. Um, it's, I think it's kind of uplifting in in a way. It does tread on IP theft if you take it too far. But that, one,
1: that is not at all, that is not at all like aping on, Disney stuff right there. No, not at all.
0: Not at
2: The
1: fonts, the art style. But, but hey, it's a it's a Kraken. It's not a little mouse. Yeah. It's so, not.
2: And also the copyright for Mickey Mouse has expired. True. Uh, yes. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, boy. I don't know. I, I do think that a lot of times these homages do go too far and end up in complete just yeah ip theft territory Be- because that's
1: the problem right like homage fine
2: yep but a
1: lot of what happens is um and i can't remember the brewery josh and i and chuck were texting about it one day because i think it was out in like california and it was this brewery that absolutely was just like ip theft out the wazoo. oh and god there's yes. no way they had approval to do like that was thor and that was back to the future, and, and, and that, I mean,
0: blatant ripoffs of it. Yeah. it was horrendous,
1: so you know, again, to your point, Wells, i like I'm supportive of it when it has the proper approvals. I just don't feel like many breweries are willing to do that. They just want to steal where they can.
2: But if suddenly, you know, like anchor goes under and we lose steam beer, and you know, breweries across the country want to make a point of brewing. A common like a California common style or a, whatever common style. Yes, surround the jewels. It's not. But it is. That's. That's thing. theft. Yep. That's theft. That that's one's theft. theft. Sure. Oh man. So you,
1: Millennial Falcon. I mean. Ghostbusters. Yeah, you know I mean like.
0: The Weapon X.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying like. Derek Zoolander. I mean, come on. Creative and funny names But like no way is this okay Sorry No 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 So
0: I talked about this on The, the one episode I did with United We Drink mm-hmm. And how much this shit pisses me the fuck off Because it's bullshit mm-hmm. um, it, it skirts a very thin line and jeff's right if it's the voltron beer or it's the crooked stave we want to do fat tire when you reach out to the owner of the property and say hey is this cool if we do this are you okay with that i'm perfectly cool i'm on board when you blatantly rip off others ip and others beer styles like you know one of the beers that is on my bucket list that I know I'll never get to try is Kate the Great. Sure. And I know you've had it. Shut up.
1: You want to but punch him in the nuts or you want to punch him in the nuts yourself? Yeah,
0: both. Double <laughs> <weight> <laughs> me. Got me. But when you when you look at it, what is it, Mott the whatever is, is out there? It's the same guy that did Kate the Great. He just right. took the recipe Mott somewhere else. Mott the Lesser, I believe. Mott the Lesser. So, oh. imagine if all these other breweries, like, let's say that he retires and and he's gone out of the industry. And all these other places start doing homages to Kate
2: the Great. But homage of what, like, a thick imperial stout? Like, so many other places are doing that. Yeah. Like, it. I think it's only an homage if you're enough of an industry presence that... I don't know. So,
1: okay... Let's just say for the sake of argument in this context, Mm. Russian River announces tomorrow they're shutting doors. 2023 was our last year. We're not doing any more beer. It's all done. And now there's all these homages to Pliny the Elder. And I'm like, oh, you mean a West Coast IPA like everybody was trying to do for years? This isn't an homage. You're trying to cash in on the name. That to me is not okay. Yeah. Yeah an homage is one thing when you've got approval and it's like, there's a reason to be doing it. Agreed.
0: Agreed.
2: Yeah. If every brewery on the West coast started doing just like, I don't know, just uh, a Pliny clone. Yeah. That wouldn't mean anything. But if you were like based in like nearby Russian river, it's like, you know what? We're just going to miss you. And we've already reached out to you. And that's like, that's super cool. That like, we're just going to send you a goodbye note, like a farewell letter. Sure. That's fine. Maybe. So, like so many other things in craft beer, a lot of line towing. It,
1: yeah, yeah, right. Because it's hard to know when it's genuine and when somebody's just looking to make a quick buck.
2: Exactly. When is it an homage and when is it stealing?
1: And then there's beer that people aren't even asking for at all.
2: No? No. <sighs> no? What's, what's the beer? I, I, ugh okay so i saw this this wasn't even an article yet this like showed up in my instagram stories and i thought it was a fucking joke but i wasn't laughing so okay apparently there is a a a recipe for a chocolate cake that is made with mayonnaise it's a mayo chocolate cake sure Uh, sure you can use applesauce to to make you know as a
1: substitute for oil like like Mayonnaise is oil and eggs and some other stuff.
0: I mean, if it's Dukes, it's just.
1: Well, it's just citrus. There's there's some lemon juice in there too.
2: Correct. Right. Yeah, so yeah.
1: so like it's a little different, but I mean like you're not too far off from having eggs. And like
2: this an emulsifier. Yeah. Exactly. It is. So. Ugh, God, uh, it just grosses me out to think. So of course, if there is a cake of it, there's going to be a beer equivalent cake of it. Of course. So, an angry, 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 <laughs> angry chair is getting ready to brew a uh, a chocolate cake with mayonnaise beer. What the fuck? At least it's Duke's. Okay, I was
0: say if they're using Miracle Whip, get the fuck out. Well, that's not but, mayonnaise,
1: no, so we wouldn't not. be talking about that here. But also, agreed.
2: But like, I just remember seeing this video that was posted on like the stories for Angry Chair that found its way to Pilsnerish and. Oh, my God. That just looked it. it uh, so, uh, you know, egg. like, I, I feel like there's been this resurgence
1: of, like, reasons to use mayonnaise. I don't I have no issue with mayonnaise. I like mayonnaise. I'm not using it to slather on my bread when I'm making a grilled cheese. I, I don't use it to make my scrambled eggs.
0: Doing it wrong. In both cases, are but you, okay. Are no, you no, 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 no. I'm a cake with no, no. Mayors? I'm not making a cake
1: like, like again, like for me, mayo is like it goes great with my BLT. Um, give me like a like a, a turkey and cheese with pickles in mayo. I'm good. I, I don't, I don't. Again, like I'm, I'm curious to hear what your story is about using mayo for grilled cheese and or oh. scrambled eggs and or both. So number one on
0: grilled cheese, it just crisps up so much better. On scrambled eggs, it makes them so much creamier. Holy shit. On chicken, it's a great emulsifier to keep it from, or or not even emulsifier. It's really just a great way to keep your breasts from drying out, because breasts dry
1: out constantly. This is why he's fat. (laughs) I love mayo.
0: All right? It's good. It's good in my belly.
1: I, I love mayo, too. I just, I don't like hot mayo. All right, that, fair that, enough, like, fair like, enough. Like, like to me, my mayo should stay cold. I, I don't. Like, like again, yeah, I tried. Like, I tried the scrambled eggs. I tried the grilled cheese thing. It get like I got this weird funk out of it. I
2: didn't care for. It. I get that. But what if your mayo is cold and it's in a beer that also has chocolate in mm-hmm. it? Do you want those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fucking gross. I um, I
0: love mayo, and this is fucking disgusting. No,
2: I. I <laughs> I've seen some angry chair beers like hit distro in, in our neck of the woods. However, they're typically collaborations with breweries that have... Um, Better taste. No, collaborations with breweries that distribute to North Carolina. It just makes me wonder if... Like, I, I want to try a can of this. So if anybody is listening and wants to provide a can of the mayonnaise... Chocolate stout that Angry Chair is putting out. Uh you monster. Uh DM me at all the wells on Instagram. Please and thank you. And I will I will set something up and we will be subjected to it, I promise. Yeah, I feel like for Josh and I that's on you. And yeah. um that's that's why I said like I will make this happen and and it will be on the show. So if you want to listen to uh Josh and Jeff just vomit all over the place. Uh, please, at all the wells on Instagram, uh, DM me, let's get some mayonnaise, angry chair, chocolate stout, let's go I, I
1: remember that scene from the Monty Python, um, whatever movie it was, where the, the dude's like eating too much, puking in the bucket
2: It's yeah. waffer thin
1: Yeah, it's like a little mantis. it's not a wafer thin
0: Alright, on that note, we're going to go to break, and then I'm going to kick walls off the show, so <laughs> we'll see you in 30
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Wells.
2: How does that work? work? Uh, we've Talkers. been drinking beer throughout the course of the show. What y'all aren't going to continue saying this along with me? And um, we don't like you that much. We're going to review it using the easiest system we can think of. Would we buy it or would we no buy it? Jeff, kick us off.
1: Yes or no. First beer up. Uh, so thanks to Chuck wah, wah. for the lineup tonight. All of it? Yeah, he sent me six beers, and one of them we had in the last show. The other five we're having tonight. Um, first up is uh, Savannah River. Now, we love Savannah River. Very good Savannah River. Lots of people talk about Savannah River. Very good. Good Savannah River. Uh, this is their Smash Attack, Volume 6. For those of you uniniti- uninitiated, uh, this is a single malt and single hop beer. Uh, this is hopped with Newzilla hops. I don't. I'm, I'm not familiar with Newzilla. Wells, have you ever heard of Newzilla?
2: I've never heard of Newzilla. Is that like Godzilla but minus two? Mm-hmm. It's a New Zealand Zilla. Cool. That's a great story. <laughs> yes, I really love that story.
1: Um, this is a fine Smash IPA. You love them or you hate them, or you're like me. You're kind of in the middle. It's fine. I, I don't hate this If I'm at the brewery I would not be mad If I had one of these uh, But I'm not gonna Be like Hey Chuck Send me more of that Smash attack So I, I will no buy it But it's still For me a, a solid beer Wells
2: I couldn't tell What kind of Beer this wanted to be Is this Like It's somewhere Between Pilsner And IPA territory And it doesn't Quite fit in both Or either I should say uh, It's a no buy It's It was forgettable Josh so my hot
0: take on smash is you feel like as a brewer or a home brewer, cause that's when I really started to get into smash beers when I was brewing beer. You feel like you have a handle on things. You feel like, you know what hop and what grain go together. That's an F plus. Like, what are you doing here? I don't understand it. Cause well, you're right, this, Tastes like a, a Hoppy Pills that doesn't know that it wants to be a Hoppy Pills, and it's very confusing. Nobody. Next beer. up.
1: Uh, next beer up. Uh, checks into some Wild Leap beer. You know Chuck loves to send us Wild Leap beer.
0: And I mean, depending on the Wild Leap, Wells and I kind of gush
1: over them. You sure do. You sure do. You need a, a pants change mid-recording.
2: Where is a uh,
1: Wild Leap from? Uh, they're from Georgia, right? Uh, LaGrange Damn it (laughs) He went that far for that joke I love it Uh, So this is Island Haze A Fruited Hazy IPA Um, (laughs) This is a year round Juicy IPA With experimental yeast That gives passion fruit and guava aromas Then they dry hop And then they add pineapple and grapefruit puree For a hoppy fruit punch Does it have fruit in it? Yes. Is this what I think of when I hear fruit punch? No. But I still like it. I, I th- this is fine. If if I'm uh, in Atlanta or something and I'm looking for a fruited hazy IPA, like I, I sure, I'll buy this. Fine. Well. All
2: right. So I'm reading between the lines. It's gonna be a thialized yeast strain, like a yeast that sure. offers certain things. And it's it's barely enough fruit involved in this, but it's enough that I really enjoy it. Uh, this was this is really good. Uh, I absolutely could drink the rest of that can once y'all are done with it, and uh, I'm definitely a buy on this, Josh. It's a pineapple bomb. Like mm-hmm.
0: that's all I really get out of it. Which that's all I you am,
1: really want out of it too? I, right? Yeah,
0: I'm not mad about at all. Like. Even on the back, like I can still feel it coating my tongue of just pineapple. Oh, no, that's Wells. And <laughs> you can tell that they actually use a puree because it, it's very prevalent, which is cool. Yep. Um, God, I, I feel weird saying this, but between like the Sweetwater fruit punch beer and this, I'm into this style, man. Like, I want to see more of this. I really like it. Absolutely. I will buy this. Next beer up. All
1: right. It wouldn't be a chuck box without the latest release of Alpha Abstraction. Woohoo, Maybe. Uh This is number 25. Not that we've had all 25, but uh, this is the uh, Alpha Abstraction 25. I always love the fact that he's got a, Sir, or the, the brewery has a Sir a lot quote on the back, like it's something official. I want them real thick and juicy. So find that juicy double. Sir a lot. Uh, this one, Volume 25, Juicy Double Dry Hopped IPA with Rewaka. Nelson. <gasps> I know. NZ 105. Um, this is the 25th edition of the series. With the bourbon. Yeah, so each one of these has a different hop variety, which either means they like to experiment or they can't make the same beer twice. A lot of these alpha abstractions I'm down on. This one I'm mid on. I, I'm not... I actually would rather have the um, Island Haze over this one, I think. Um, this one's fine. It just doesn't excite me at all. Wells?
2: I get. A, I find this to be very similar to the Island Haze, but without the f- added fruit. Um, I did enjoy this. I thought this was, I don't know. I, I could see myself drinking a lot of it. I'll buy it. Especially smooth as fuck for an eight percent. It is very smooth. I'll grant you. Like i anyway. Josh. No, I mean I think Wells and I
0: are almost always on team alpha. They make some solid beers and this is right up there. Like it's a good example of what I I expect from this series, basically. Um, I'm kind of bummed that we can't get more. Like, I would have loved to have tried
1: all 25 of them just Just, to see. And I understand. I I feel like you've had enough that you got a good idea. And and if,
0: like, all of a sudden they had a drop here and it was one of their alphas, I would absolutely buy this. I know you would. 100%. (sighs) Next beer up.
1: Like Blink-182, all the holiday things. This beer sucks ass um sorry chuck um i like you always got to send us a dud and this is it uh wild leaps all the holiday things i I shouldn't say it's a dud i'm sure it's a a somebody likes it somebody likes this this beer is not for me um per the back technically mm, mm, technically mm, 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 yeah shut up technically the sale is a gingerbread eggnog sugar cookie stout And then they added cinnamon, cardamom, vanilla beans, allspice, nutmeg, and ginger. So, I always go back to this thing, this this very sage piece of wisdom wells throughout one time. Sometimes a beer can be greater than the sum of its parts. This is not that case. This has all the holiday things. It has too many holiday things. It needs all the holiday restraint. None of the restraint is here. There's too many flavors going on too many flavors. I don't care for this is why I don't like holiday, like Christmas beers. No buy.
2: It tastes like everything and nothing all at once. Uh, it's offensive in terms of how much, Oh wow. You are really aggressively boring that from a height. I, now I, need to I be. like that. Um, now you're going to make the set of the room smell like that can. So correct. F- thanks for that. Um, It was too much. It was too much adjunct. It was too much ginger, too much cinnamon, too much nutmeg, too much whatever. The one thing I can say is, wow, I can't believe it was a 9.5% beer because I could barely even get through that first sample and I declined a second sample. This was one of the worst Christmas beers that I've had in a hot minute. I detest this. Can you give me a... I know we do a one or a zero. Can you give me a negative one? Yes. Yes. Um, I got, biggest
1: I, misses of twenty twenty four.
2: This was bad,
1: Josh. And, and again, like I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. No, no, you're fine. I, like I don't be like you're, this. Like it may yeah. be a fine beer if this is what you're looking for. I don't know who the audience is for this. It's so much. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Is it the, these are the? It may be the same market for the people who are into the southern tier like dessert beers. We're we're at when we when we got the bottle of Utopias we're walking around and my wife's walking around with me she gets really excited because Southern Tier had a sugar cookie, old ale, and I'm like sure, you want to do like a sugar cookie thing for for Christmas we'll like we'll we'll, we'll you couldn't find that yeah we'll pl- I just let it go all right she doesn't go beer shopping number one fair enough fair enough fair enough so so you know like we have our kids and their significant others over and we're doing this thing with sugar cookies and it's a whole big new tradition and she wants to have the beer. And so I opened it up and I, I spread it amongst all of the of age kids and we all just kind of went, yeah, that is gross. This is super gross. That's that beer.
0: All right. So yes, I am the monster that loves a good Christmas beer. Like
2: you don't need to be a monster. You can enjoy a good Christmas beer. I, I love... Are you legit drinking a cheer wine in the middle of a show?
0: No, no, no. It's empty. It's okay. Been, it was before we even started recording. Is that like your spit can or something? Like what's No, going I was just moving it over so I could put it into the can pile here in a little bit. Okay. Shut your, shut your pie hole. Okay! So, Great Lakes Christmas Ale is one of my absolute all-stars of... Yep. Holy shit, this is... Got the right amount of, of stuff in it. It's not overly aggressive. Of of course, Anchor's Christmas Ale. Eh, it was okay. It was never like super, like, I love this style of beer. This was too much. All I tasted was cinnamon, 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 cinnamon. And a little bit of ginger and maybe some nutmeg. But, man, this could have been amazing. It wasn't
1: nobody next beer up next beer up uh chucks into savannah rivers down to the depths a baltic style porter at a whopping eight percent um this is one of those beers that reminds me hey dumbass you love baltic porters why don't you buy more baltic porters i really enjoyed this um it has a ton of roast up front and then it like cuts out in the middle of the sip um Really enjoyed this one. Big bye for me. Thanks, Chuck. You kind of somewhat redeemed yourself? I don't know, man. It's all good. Wells?
2: Wells? I'm not going to completely forgive the all the holiday things, but this does go a long way in terms of that because when I, what I look for in a Baltic porter is a super easy drinking, super smooth, super sneaky beer. And this delivers on all those things. 8.2% and damn, I could just house a can.
1: This reminds me of that dynamite coffee stout or whatever that he would send us from Savannah. Like it just, it was remarkably good, very subtle and unassuming and just great.
2: Yeah. This thing is not lighting me up. This thing is not triggering any sort of like, oh my God, kind of level. This is just a good
1: beer. Like,
2: sometimes you just want a
1: beer that's a beer without it being, like, overtly pretentious and extra. Yep. That is this beer. Josh, what do you think?
0: I mean, yeah. I'm right there with you. Like, uh, <clears throat> I made a prime rib last night because, of course, it's Christmas. Sure. Um, if there's any left in the scan, I'm just going to abscond with it. No, and- it's gone. you oh, Sorry. It's gone. And I was going to say, like, this would go fantastic with a good chunk of beef.
1: Oh, Yeah. Oh
0: god, this is just so perfectly Mm. made, and it's
2: title of my sex tape.
0: It's, it's beautiful. It it is honestly one of the best versions of a Baltic Porter I think I've ever had. Yeah, like just well made.
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Final beer.
1: Final beer, so when I was in Indiana, uh, I'm walking around and I'm buying way too much alcohol at one particular spot, and uh, suddenly I'm like, well, that's an interesting looking little cardboard box, and then I pick it up and I'm like, oh, surly darkness, well, that's fun, we've never had a surly darkness on the show, and so I just, you know, almost impulse bought it, Uh, ends up there." canning surly darkness in 16 ounce pint cans putting in a little cardboard box which is
0: looking amazing
1: it's a gorgeous box like that box is so fucking cool yeah it it has a lot of like um silver chrome like you know like red like very metallic you know vibes like it's very pretty it pops on the shelf Great way to make yourself stand out. Um, And I was super excited because, you know, like we haven't had surly darkness on the show. And just a couple months ago, I had the like 2019 barely surly darkness and it was transcendent. And then then I had this beer and I'm just like, what happened? I mean, it's an imperial Russian stout. It's fine. There's just nothing special here to me. It's fine. I'm um I'm on I'm not gonna buy this again.
2: Wow. Else? Well I get really excited when I see twelve ounce piers in cardboard boxes because now Firestone Walker. Exactly. Um this is not that. This was middling a little hot. The I, I just keep looking at the artwork on the box and that's great. It is twelve percent. <laughs> fair, but I've had some 17% beers that sneak that shit in under the radar. Correct. Um, when when I'm asking Jeff, like, has he poured me the last one? Because I, it tastes like a Chuck beer. Um, yeah, I'm not buying this.
1: Woof. There's no buy and there's this tastes like a Chuck beer.
2: Which just means I'm going to... Well,
1: there's the title of the episode. This tastes like a Chuck beer. Alright. Josh, done Done and done. Does this taste like a chuck beer to you? No. I love this beer. Good.
0: How do you guys not like
1: darkness? (sighs) This this one? I just I don't so so it's kind of to me, it's so it's like um This is like a
0: a, a fucking treat, and I'm I am shocked, honestly, that we've never actually had it on the show.
1: Sure, but but like but it's like Dark Lord. There was a time that that was an important beer. There was a time that Surly Darkness was an important beer.
0: Yes, and that time is well past. That
1: time is well past, and so the big beer doesn't stand on its own well enough for me to consider buying it again.
2: There's just nothing to it. There's no body. It's got a deep brown color, which is a little off-putting for Imperial Stouts for me these days. Um, it's so thin. Did I mention it has no body? um it's hot yeah i understand this is a 12 percent beer it fucking tastes like it's a 12 percent beer um there's there's just nothing to it and too much to it at the same time
0: but it's a riz right like do you expect a riz to actually be black as yes
2: 100 percent.
0: all right all right fair enough i don't Um, expect it to be brown nope all right. Well, you two are wrong. Um, it, it, it's okay to be wrong occasionally. You're right. The, the, this is one of my favorite beers of all time, and I'm shocked. There's,
1: there's plenty of this to go with your leftover primary
0: Perfect. In <coughs> my uh, bowl game. Because I'm in a bowl game tonight, baby. KU football.
1: Woo! C- cool, dude.
0: Yeah. Shut up.
1: Bowl games don't mean anything. Everybody declares for the draft, and it's a shit show.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um... But no, this is an absolute buy. You're both monsters. It's time Did for you? I to tap that. How does that work?
1: Who's... who's uh, What am I, am I doing? Um, no, it's... Paul I Russell. guess it's going to be me. Right, um, yeah. right, 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 right.
2: So of all the beers that we've been drinking on uh, throughout this recording, what's the one that we want on tap on our real or theoretical home kegerator, Jeff? Um, I'm going to go with Down to the Depths. Uh,
1: just a great 8% Baltic Porter that, you know, I feel like would do well in a kegerator. Like you don't have to drink it as fast as everything else. It will hold up well. Cause there's no adjuncts in it. And right. it's just an excellent beer. Savannah River's down to the depths for me. Wells. How about you?
2: I can't believe it. I'm really torn between, uh, <sighs> multiple Chuck beers, multiple Chuck <laughs> beers. I know. Um, but I'm going to be right there with you. It's down to the depths. That was an excellent Baltic Porter. Josh, what are your feelings on this lineup? I mean, I would put darkness on tap
0: if I could. Hell yeah. Why not? But that Baltic Porter down to the depths is fantastic. It is like a love note to a beer style that I feel like is very under, yeah, represented a, in the market. 100%. And absolutely. So, holy shit, Chuck did a... Clean, sweet. sweet. Do we send him an <sighs> award or something? No. No. Okay. Of course not. I'm right. I mean, him we some can... Charlotte
1: beer. He asked for Charlotte beer, and I'm like, oh, you didn't specify what kind of Charlotte beer. Here comes the shit. <laughs> here's some cheer wine ale. Here's He's some... like, I, I mean, like, this is what it's like when we get beer from you. There's here's one some... good one and a bunch of really questionable beer. No, <laughs> I'm kidding, man. Own... You know, we love you. Yeah. Allegedly.
0: I, I mean, Chuck's a great dude. Let's be honest. Like, do we have to? No, we don't. Anyways, Jeff, we're at the
1: end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Uh, you can find links to our old episodes. You can find links to our Patreon if you want to support us. Coming up soon, we're going to do the Utopia show.
0: I'm so excited. We need
1: to figure out logistics on that. Yeah, we do. That said, um, you know, if you want to trade beer with us or something, uh, reach out to us over email, contact at craftbeercast.com. Facebook.com slash craftbeercast, Reddit slash r slash craftbeercast, Twitters slash x.com at cbcast. Wells, did they find you anywhere?
2: Well, Because I hide. To- I don't like to be anywhere anymore. That's fair. I mean, I'm at all the Wells, but how? Uh, what's our Patreon link? Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Okay, cool. Because I. I i i just now had a another bottle of utopias land on me what yes i know so uh, patreon.com slash craft uh add all the wells on instagram whatever josh it's to you i have so many questions right now
0: anyways um uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice tell a friend tell somebody you've been listening to us for all these years Uh, That's really the best way to help us out other than Patreon is just word of mouth. It means a lot. And other than that, we will talk to you all next Thursday.